Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 123 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to East Cork and we're going to speak with a man who has produced a number of high-class greyhounds over the course of the last couple of years and that of course is David Lynch. So firstly, David, welcome to the podcast. Hi Barry, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, no bother. Look, uh, great to speak with you. We 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 won't tell the listeners um how many attempts we've had over the course of the last couple of hours, but we might just tell them I did get up at six o'clock in, this morning to to record, and uh, it didn't really work out. No, it didn't. <laughs> exactly. But look, we're we're getting there now, and um, we're recording here at that uh, quarter to ten. So, David, um, firstly, I suppose, look, um, give our listeners maybe you know, um you know, a bit of background on yourself and how you got involved in this uh, wonderful sport. Um, I'd say I got involved through my uncle, Barry, Eddie Lingan, um, I suppose 25, 20, 25 years ago. Eddie Eddie moved out from Cork City out to the countryside and uh, kind of went full-time in the dogs. He um, he had, I suppose, was it seven or eight acres um, and it was set up for rearing pups and school and dogs and breeding bitches and that. And I suppose I was 10, 11, 12 coming over from the big city of London um, back to the kind of the middle of nowhere in Ireland and just just got mesmerised by these um, fantastic animals and I suppose the breeding side of it when when he'd be having pups and stuff to kind of really caught my imagination as, as, as a young lad and that's kind of where the first love came for, for, for the dogs, you know. And of course, Eddie is another man that you know has produced um, so many great dogs over the years, and uh, you know the the likes of you know Dergit Sydney uh, among others, obviously. Um, you know, as I said, well known within the sport. Yeah, unbelievable, Barry, fantastic. Um, very, very close with my uncle, and um, always leaning on him for advice and stuff. And and he 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 never sets me wrong. And you know, it's, it's great to have him have him there for advice and and help, and he lets me use his facilities and. Jeez, yeah, we have a great relationship, so fantastic, and, and a great man with a dog, fantastic man with a dog, yeah. Yeah, he sure is, and I'm sure you got kind of, you know, um, obviously yourself and, you know, other, you know, friends and family would have got great, you know, satisfaction and enjoyment of, of their Jets in the uh, following his great career. Yeah, so it's fantastic, like, you, you see him go on to bigger and better things and um, watch him on the telly, and then you kind of remember him in a paddock when they're 12 weeks old and six months old and on a rainy day standing around a, a mucky field and you think Jesus lads, lads, look what he went on to do and I suppose you look at the next gang and you you say Jesus like, it's, it's not not unfeasible that they could go on and do things so keeps the dream alive Barry you know you'll be always dreaming in, in, in the dog game and, and to see one come from his place and go on and win the English Derby definitely keeps the old dream going you know yeah, it sure it is. And I suppose, look, obviously, look, you, you, you highlighted there how you kind of got involved and you'd be a familiar face at a lot of the tracks, you all in Cork over the years. But over the last number of years, you've, I suppose, really, you know, had driven on and stuff like that and, you know, got good kind of um, good stocking, um, good bitches for breeding and uh, you've been reaping the rewards. Yeah, but unbelievably lucky, absolutely unbelievably lucky. Um, lucky in loads of different ways. Luckily, in kind of the lads that are around me, my friends, you know, before I had my own kind of small setup, I, I would have tagged along with my uncle Eddie and Ken Busteed and I suppose JJ Fenley and followed their good dogs and 
so when it came to the time then I built my own little small setup it was great to have them to to lean on and and um you know kind of just luck Barry we just didn't do anything different just brought dogs down to you all to trial them and they, they they've done fast times from the get-go and we, we brought ones down and they've done slow times and uh, we, we treated none of them differently you know so it's just massive luck involved Barry really yeah, exactly. But I suppose at the end of the day, it's um, when you're when you're taking the the breeding side of things seriously. It's all about getting you know real good stock in, and you know hoping they can produce the good. And I know there was, um, you know, a number of them there in in recent years. Was it Delish Frankie and the Bold Freddie? You produced the two of them. Yeah, so that that was a, again a massive slice of luck. Um, Bally Bell kind of fell into our hands, and. Um, she bred um, Ballymac Snazzy, Dealish Frankie, the Bold Freddy. They were all born in in our place. Um, it's only kind of a about half an acre we have, and um, they were born there. And uh, we got to watch them go on and do bigger and better things. It was fantastic. Dealish Frankie and one more more Poppy Derby, and the Bold Freddy done things as a young dog that I, I would probably never get another dog to do. He was just frightening, but he never kind of for one reason or another he never kind of fulfilled the potential, but. Um, it was great to watch them go off and, and do good things and just think back and remember them when they were born and when they were small little dogs running around the back garden. It's fantastic. That's the side of it I really enjoy, to see them go on to bigger and better things and, you know, yeah. watch, them, watch them on the telly. Yeah, exactly. Look, they're high-profile high profile names in the world of ground racing over the last couple of years. And uh, tell us, David, uh, tell us about yeah, a bit about your current operation, what's going on at the moment. Current operation is uh, we've room for kind of eight dogs at home, Barry, and um, we'd always have seven or eight out being reared. Um, Tony Winters does a lot of rare, and for us, he's a he's a fantastic friend to have, and uh, he he looks after kind of that side of things, and we we take them back off Tony when they're twelve or thirteen months, and give them a few schools, and try and try and sell them on really, Barry, because we we'd always have kind of six to eight out being reared. And we've only run for eight at a time, and there's probably three or four of them taken up with brood bitches now. So you'll be constantly, like, you'll be starting off a dog, and, and the next gang of them are due to come in in four or five months' time. So you're kind of just trying to move on dogs and and um, and then look for the next ones and keep the wheel turning, you know? Yeah, exactly. And um, we've had a bit of recent success as well at Corraheen Park. D-list champ is um, another well-bred uh, sort, of course, uh, from the uh, Droopy Sydney and Ballymac Bell. And um, impressive there when winning um, you know, three three rounds of an unraced take and was just touched off last time in a good contest. Yeah, he went up the grades and he went out from, from the kind of novice up into A2 and got caught on the line by a, by a fast pitch. But um, Laura owns him and she, she's very, very protective of him, so... I'm sure he he might stay around for a bit longer than than some of the other ones. Yeah, very good. And of course, you had um, a nice winner as well below in um, in Escarty as well a couple of weeks ago there in the uh, Future Champion of Michael Fortune Memorial um, event, which is always a high class event. Clocking twenty nine fourteen in the opening round, then a shade unlucky to be knocked out in the second round. So another very talented sort out of uh, confident ranking and Vivero Sanza. Yeah, he's a good dog ranger. Um, he he kind of came off after the first round with a small niggle and um, he probably went into the second round and not fully over it yet so um, it didn't pay off and, and he got knocked out but um, he'll be off for a week or two and we'll have him back right as rain hopefully for a crack off there's a lovely A2 state coming up in Cork so we might keep him for that 
Oh yeah, exactly. That's going to be a real nice stake, lovely prize money there. So he he looks like a a real good candidate for that one. Um, go, all going well, and of course the big race in Curraghine Park, um, on Saturday night. All eyes will be on um the final of the Apex um Global uh, Resources Limited Cork Oaks final five thousand euros to the winner. Um, yourself and your missus is it fair to call her that? Would she be happy with that one? Um, yeah, David. Shortly now, I'd say yeah. Shortly, she's dropping hints. So shortly, I'd say she'll be missus. Good, good, good. Stuff. Uh, Crafty Jaco, tell us um, how you came about this really, really talented performer because she's lit up the likes of Shelburne Park and Clonmel um, in the past 28, 29 win around Shelburne Park and 28, 46 around Clonmel. That takes some moving. Yeah, it's amazing how things happen, bro. So I sold Dealish Frankie um, to a man in England called John Porter and I suppose um, we, we became very close friends after it and John was back in Ireland back in November and he brought me and Laura up to Punchestan and kind of wined and dined us and um, he was always telling me keep an eye out for a good bitch and get a good bitch into the kennel for yourself and uh, I suppose I eventually took him up on his word um, a month, about a month ago, three weeks ago and um, I rang Shane Dively and asked him was she available um, kind of for breeding more so and um, in fairness to Shane, he's a gentleman, he kind of left the go a bit earlier and uh, in the hope that she'd break in season and the cork oaks got put back a week so I kind of took the liberty of entering her into it and um, we're delighted, delighted to be in the final. We don't kind of race on the open scene, so it's fantastic to have one um, running in a kind of Cork Oaks final now, Saturday night. It's great. Delighted. And of course, look, she ran a real cracker. Um, you know, last week, of course, she really caught the eye and, you know, stuck to her stack task um, you know, really well in closing stages. She was, you know, closing uh, Maury's wedding down there. So that was a fantastic performance. So I suppose you'll be just looking for that pink start in the final and, you know, if she got away to a real good start, um, she could take, you know, plenty of catching. But it looks like obviously a competitive final and, you know, winning the important early lead will be key to, to most um, ladies' chances in that. Yeah, it's a fantastic final. I th- I think it's actually a final where I wouldn't be one bit surprised if any of the six of them won it. Um, I think they're all real good bitches. The draw has opened it up completely. Um, the one bitch, I think Brendan Mansell's bitch, is, is very well housed in trap one. She's a lovely dash of early pace, and I, I, I can just see her going around in front, and 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 it's kind of race on from there. Whatever turns behind her, you know, we'll 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 have a good chance as well. But um, definitely the trap draw leveled it up, and. Uh, our own bitch, I suppose, um, she was only in our kennel five days before the first round, so she's kind of improving week on week, and I'd say she's kind of settled in now, so I'd be hopeful she'll go well in the final, hopeful anyway, Barry, you know, hoping. Yeah, look, uh, best of luck to yourself and Laura there with um, Crafty Jaco in that final on Saturday night. And obviously, look, it'll be, you know, exciting when, when she does break down because to have another such a talented um, lady for breeding, you know, uh, you'll, you'll be hoping that she can produce top class, um, you know, sorts in, in the coming years, no doubt. That's it, Barry. I mean, she's on our on on best day. She's 28-20 around Shelbourne and 28-40 around Clonmel. So, and... Um, you know, you'd be you'd be like looking forward to to offspring from her. You know, you would be definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. And you know, before we finish up, um, David, just um, you know, going forward, what what are the what are the plans for the future and the hopes and dreams? Um, going forward, we've probably got a busy year at breeding. Um, I have a bitch up at the moment, a daughter, a cool of any pet up with Billy Dunn's young stud, the Ballyhimmican Jet, who looks to be um, after making a fantastic start. And uh, I suppose we've Bally McBell at home and Champagne Doll, who both produced great dogs for us over the last few years. 
and um, the young bitch Delish Molly who who looked to be top class only for breaking a hock and uh, we'll take a litter off of her and yeah busy year Barry with breeding and um, kind of with another six or seven of them well bred ones out being reared so busy busy 12 to 18 months ahead yeah, look, that's uh, a good way to have it, um, David. Look, we're wishing yourself and Laura continued success in the world of greyhound racing. And with so many talented brood bitches, I'm sure there'll be plenty more to talk about uh, in the coming years. I think that's about it. Anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? No, no, just thanks for having me on, Barry. And uh, you're doing great stuff on, the, on these podcasts. I often listen to them. And um, thanks for having me on. Oh, great stuff, David. And uh, as I said, no doubt there will be plenty more to talk about going forward. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.